Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. I'm certainly ready to be entertained. Oh, I hope you're ready to entertain. Uh, we'll see about that. Well, maybe you could do both. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, I just feel like I have a split personality. Oh. Entering this one. Really? Yeah, like you, I just, Almost like you have an alter ego? Yeah, almost. I don't want to sully the mood. <laughs> what are we drinking today, Tom? <laughs> I'm really glad you asked that question. Do people even enjoy these, enjoy these bits? I don't know. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> We're drinking a beer today called El Soli. Ooh. And before you start thinking, Monsters, Inc., no, no, no. We're not going down that road. Well, that's we might. Di- that's a different Soli. We might. It's possible. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of us watched Monsters, Inc. in Spanish. <laughs> El Monsters, Inc. <laughs> El Incorporado de Monsters. <laughs> Michael Wazowski. Miguel Wazowski. <laughs> What's what's uh what's smoochkins or smoochy poops in Spanish? Smoochy poops. Me gustaría smoochy poops. And Wazowski, no completed to paperwork. Um, I'm butchering Spanish. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, go into this beer. Ros, mi flora delicada. <laughs> Starting Billy Crystal and Jonathan Goodman. Alright, so we've got uh, L. Sully. It comes from 21st Amendment Brewing in San Francisco, California. Oh, this is our first San Francisco beer. It is, and it's our first beer from 21st Amendment. Yes, but our second California beer. That's right. Shout out Tangerine Wheat. hey So, uh, you're probably wheat. wondering what is the 21st Amendment. We're going to tell you right now. It is the amendment that ended prohibition. Hey. Thank God they did that. Otherwise, this would be illegal. And launched the Kennedys into the stratosphere. Woo! Shout out, Kennedys. Hey. This is a this is a Mexican lager, and you know what? I'm just gonna let you take it away from here, Vince. Yeah, so I don't have a lot to say about Mexican lagers, um, outside of the fact that this is going to be something similar to what you get. When you think Tecate or Modelo, Dos Equis, right? Yeah. It's it's going to have uh, a little bit more of that lime profile. From what I've read, uh, I read a review about this beer from somebody who hates Mexican lagers. Ooh, who's that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I just remember <laughs> okay. he made a point of saying, I hate these. Uh, it was the worst week of my life when I was in Mexico. And so when I was in Portland... I thought about it. And I said, you know what? I'll try and and give it another chance. And he tried El Sully, and he said it was delightful. That's great. So I think what we're going to get here is a more carefully handcrafted version of a Mexican lager, which makes sense because we are dealing with two co-owners and founders in 21st Amendment Brewing who met in a brewing science class wow yeah they were students together they were students together as we've mentioned el sully is named after the alter eagle of o sullivan who is i don't think the we've brewmaster. mentioned that. yeah 
Oh, we mentioned it's on. Oh, it's, oh we didn't mention we it was didn't an alter ego. <laughs> In my head, we did. Yeah. Right away when we started talking split personalities and <laughs> yes. such. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at a pretty crushable 4.8%. And uh, the description reads as the sun was in our eyes and we did not get a good look, but you are closer to him right now than most will ever have the good fortune to be. Wow. Yeah. Is that true? I don't I don't know. I don't know O'Sullivan or L. Sully very well, so I hope I'm not too close. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of similar to like people who say they have drunk alter egos and they just like make up random names like, oh, well, I'm Susie, but you haven't met Janice. It's oh. like, oh Janice is, is a firecracker. Is Janice just a drunker version of Susie? <laughs> Janice can't keep her mouth shut. Well so that it's very interesting though, because I did I met a guy in college. <laughs> who didn't didn't have a drunk alter ego so much, but he is a comedian, and when he would get drunk, he would play pranks on himself. <laughs> he would prank himself. He would get like blackout drunk and then prank himself. And the one that he told us all about, that's like his favorite one, is he got so so drunk that he left himself a scavenger hunt, like a, a very detailed scavenger hunt that took him all around Ann Arbor. So apparently while he was blacked out in different places in Ann Arbor, he hid little like clues all around and it ended up with him back in his place discovering a bucket full of his own puke. That's the worst uh, Easter Bunny story I've ever heard of. It is is very strange, but I mean <laughs> Talk about being a little productive Anyways, while you're drunk. Let me let me give you a couple other things about this this beer. So, you know, we mentioned it's a Mexican style lager. There are some ingredients worth pointing out. Okay. Pilsner malt, uh, flaked maize, Vienna malt, flaked barley, and something called acidulated malt. So yeah. you know, lots of malts going on. And then Magnum and US Golding hops, which I don't think we've ever had a beer on the show with US Golding hops. Um, I don't think they've been forward. I will say that yeah. if you're looking for uh, hallmarks of this, the, the flaked maize is going to be what the Mexican lager is most known for. Okay. Yeah. Last question. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite amendment? Well, my favorite amendment to make a joke about is, well, okay, that <laughs> sounds bad. But my favorite amendment is... Like the right to bear arms, but not not guns. Like yeah. the right to actual like bear arms, Got like it. arms of bears. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. It's I think joke. that's fantastic. Okay. Outside of that, it's whichever one gave um, everybody the right to vote. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I would say aside from this one, the twenty first amendment, uh, my favorite one is probably whichever one the allowed. Uh, presidents to stop working on the January 20th. It's just seeming an arbitrary like, all right, this is it. January 20th. That's when you're done. All right. We're stopping there. I get like, imagine a job that you are so into that somebody has to tell you like, no, 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 you can't do this. Oh, anymore. no, no, no. We have to, we have to invite you back. You're done. <laughs> you're done. We're cutting you get, it off on the You 20th. get one more contract or, and that's definitely it. If you were, if you were a lame duck president and you knew you weren't getting reelected and you had 20 days in January, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? Oh, um, not, not a lot of good stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. Probably, probably closer to the Bill Clinton end than the Abe Lincoln end. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, I think we've waited long enough to crack this, so let's just crack it now. Cheers. Cheers. To L. Sully. L. Sully. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm immediately getting flashbacks to when I first went to Mexico on a spring break trip. Yeah. And not I should say, uh, first went when I was uh, able to drink, because when I first went, I was in seventh grade so i wasn't doing that got it is the what's the drinking age in mexico 18? it's 18, 18 yeah but i was actually um and sorry police officers i was actually 17 at the <gasps> time Oof. but they weren't really checking that's fair at the hotel i stayed at and we every night we were there we went to a bar called the jungle okay and we had a great time. We met a bunch of great people uh, who were also our age. They were some of them were Canadian. So in Canada, it's also eighteen. No, to it's drink. nineteen. Well, at the time, I think it was eighteen. Or I don't maybe. think so. It's been nineteen since I can remember. Okay. Well, these people they seemed like they were like nonplussed about being able to drink somewhere, whereas we were like. 17 to 18 year old Americans like really ready to go well they're like they're right there on the cusp it'd be like it'd be like a 20 year old in America sure so it yeah. totally makes sense that they're like yeah we do this all like they've been yeah yeah they were in your shoes right. three years before now if I had been in Wisconsin with my parents I you know would not have been a problem well Wisconsin as I have made very clear I think should yeah. be leased to Canada <laughs> you have you've made that clear I, maybe not on this show, but <laughs> I, I, I personally, I personally think it should be show. leased to Canada. Well, aside from my memories of spring break in Mexico, what what comes to mind when you're when you're trying El Sully right now? I can't get off of the the alter ego aspect of it, and that's because I don't think that I would normally pick up a Mexican lager. I I don't really like. I would never buy Dos Equis. I wouldn't buy Modelo. I wouldn't buy. What's what's the third one? Tecate. Tecate. I, w- I wouldn't buy those. You didn't even mention Corona. I mean, that's one of the bigger Corona ones. Corona I might buy. But, you okay. know, that's because Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I respect Vin. Family. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I respect Vin Diesel. Vin's got to help yeah, other yeah. Vins out. So I can't get that thought out of my head that, like, who am I drinking this right now? This isn't me but i am i'm trying a new a new beer and i'm i'm along for the ride and to be honest i have had Takati, i have had modello i'm not a snob about that i'll have it but this does hit a little different it's a little smoother my take on mexican lagers in general and this is not a, a comment on el soli because i just tried it now is they're all pretty similar it's mostly about the vibe you're trying to experience in the moment and when I, when I drink a Mexican lager, whether it's Pacifico or Modelo or any of the other beers we just mentioned, I immediately just think about that younger time in my life when I'm just like thrilled to have any beer. Not just like... Interesting. Not just, you know, when I go to Binnie's or whatever store and I'm like looking for something specific. Like, I just want to have beer. And as long as the beer is, is there... Is alcoholic. I'm... I'm game for it. And there's just like a a very fun, youthful like energy I get when I drink it. I, you know, I also think about going to White Sox games, to be honest. Oh. Because for those who don't know, Modelo is the official beer at White Sox Park. It's not the only beer they sell. Right. But I feel like 
if you were to do a count of all the Modellos I have in the course of a year, 90% of them are at guaranteed rate field. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So here, yeah. here's, here's, I find it interesting that you kind of made a reference to your younger self. And it's almost like there's this dichotomy between your more mature, older self and your younger self where you're looking at, you're not necessarily looking at your younger self, you're looking at younger people who are the age that you once were. And this is going to make me sound so much like my parents, but and you're like, what are you doing? I never, I, I didn't do that, did I? And then if you actually look back, you did, and you did it gleefully, you loved it. So it's almost yeah. like this split. But what I find interesting is, and what I'm, where I'm going to jump off here is we're sort of looking back at our younger selves and going, huh, we wouldn't do that. Hollywood takes a different tact. They go ahead and they use 25-year-olds for high school. And then they use 35-year-olds for college, right? So they're yeah. constantly looking older and older, more mature, which is – and that's the ideal. So we kind of grow up thinking like, wow, why don't we look like that? Well, we don't look like that because we're not 25. And it's also an 15. accurate depiction of what that time looks like. Exactly. And now when we look at it, I think Project X is a good example of that, of high school. They yeah. actually, they use some like 19, 20, I think 20, 20, 19 to 21 year olds for that. Yeah. So they're closer than a lot of folks. But still, that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. And, you know, you're talking about transitional ages. I have something to add to this, but we're going to do a transitional age from this can into this glass oh okay before i respond to that because i think you're you're hitting on something that's a very astute and salient point so let me me pour this in and yeah it looks exactly exactly how i thought it was yeah and also you're you're ironically drinking out of a modello glass that i gave you (laughs) and i'm drinking out of a white sock glass which i mentioned i like that better out of the glass it is a little better. I like it that better, better out of glass. And also, it that gives it a different taste than the other beers in that category. Yeah, it's smoother. It's lighter. It's it's, yeah. it's made with a little more care. Yeah. So, I want to circle back to something you said. So, you said that, you know, we often take cues from film and we look at people in high school that are totally way older than they actually are. And we sort of project ourselves onto that i can't think of a better more so more so we project ourselves onto that but that for some reason hollywood yeah they think that that's what people want yeah Yeah. i think i can't think of a more aptly nostalgic and relevant example than the toby Maguire spider-man movies now for for those was he when he played he was 28 28 years old yeah and how old is Peter Parker supposed He's to be? He's supposed to be 17. When he gets his when he first gets bit. Yeah. So think about think about how old you were when you were 17 versus oh, 28, yeah. which was not that long ago for you. What a wide gulf. No, wide I, wide absolutely gulf. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I I mean, I was not even close to the same mentality as I was 28 versus 17. And yet you're watching this movie and it's like Tobey Maguire is supposed to be in high school 
He's clearly an adult. Well, how old was Kirsten Dunst, too? I think she was younger than him, okay. but I do, she was definitely older than 18, way older. And is that not Joe Manganiello as Flash Thompson? It sure is. Who may be the only one who's appropriately <laughs> aged, and yet he's the one who looks like he's freaking 30? And I think the other one who's appropriately aged is James Franco, which is certainly ironic for a number really? of Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think James Franco just turned 43 Something like that. And what was that, but, uh, 19 Oh, no, years you know ago? what? No, this was a trivia question. So, yeah, he was 22 when that movie came out. So, he was also not appropriate age. But, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point. Like, we, we get these weird ideas of what people are supposed to look like when they're a certain age. Um, and then, you know what else is funny? As the Spider-Man franchise has evolved... The person they pick looks younger and younger. Yes. And more appropriately aged. Case in point, you mentioned him earlier, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, he's babyface. You know what? Right. When, when he started uh, as Spider-Man, I believe he was not even 21 yet. He was still 20. He looked like he was 15. And yeah. It was fitting. Good, he acts like he's 50. He acts like a little kid. He's, yeah. he's a huge huge Tom Holland guy. Yeah. I, I, think, like, I think he's... The sky's the limit. I think he's just like a really genuine... Right person and actor right but i think you're absolutely right they they started with toby mcguire and what's crazy is i don't think andrew garfield was much younger i think he was still like 28 he just looked younger yeah well he also like had he had too many like quips of wit to not like he he was clearly an adult playing a, a kid well, but that's what Spider-Man is right. known as, is for his little quips and stuff. The- right. But the difference is, like, especially now if you've seen the newest one, like, Spider-Man acts with the wherewithal of a teenager. Yes. He makes decisions that are like, this, this is a stupid choice. But that's what teenagers do. They make stupid decisions. Yeah. Whereas, like, we somehow expect these younger heroes in other movies to have the gravitas and, you know, wisdom of older adults. And that's why you frankly need Doctor Strange types to not do certain spells that seem questionable. But, you know, again, I don't want to spoil certain Well, hold on. Films. Can we, yeah. this, this may be an excellent segue into the fact that, like, all superheroes are essentially, they, they operate as if they're 15 years old. A lot with of it, them with do. impunity, they, there's almost no thought to what they're doing. Give me a superhero who gives like genuine thought to what they're doing. Steve Rogers doesn't count because he's a goody two shoes <laughs> and a real piece of shit. Uh, Tony Stark doesn't act like he's 15. He's the most impetuous of all of them. Are you crazy? <laughs> he he saved their ass multiple times. The, who you're thinking of is like Thor, for example. Like Thor gets grounded essentially in the first movie. That he's in. Dude, I can't believe then, you think Tony Stark is the adult in the fucking room. Oh, hey, absolutely. Compared to the other Avengers? What? Who Who else would... Who is above him? Oh, yeah, I got a good one that's going to set right. you off. Oh. <laughs> no, you're not going to say what I... <laughs> yeah, I want you to say it because you know it. No. Yes. No, you're not going to yes. make me say it. Say it. Say it, Are Tom. you about to say Vision? No. Hawkeye? Yeah, Fuck baby. you. <laughs> Hawkeye... Hawkeye has seen some shit, okay? And he doesn't God. actually have powers. So he's like no. very easily mortal. This is absurd. This is not absurd. Hawkeye's smarter than Tony fucking not Stark? Not smarter. Not smarter. Just doesn't act like a, a rambunctious teenager. 
Tony Stark <laughs> acts like a what? If you gave a 15 year old millions of dollars, Tony Stark does exactly what that guy would do. Yeah, but well, he, outside of he you know, got he got over that in the first two movies when that he was were Iron Man. In 45, by the time that's when we meet him. We don't. There's no young Iron Man. His young Iron Man is just Tony Stark hooking up with hot chicks for 20 years. Even Iron Man for the first two is basically that. Until he falls in love with Pepper Potts, which, by the way, is a love of convenience. Yeah, and also Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't even remember half the Marvel movies that she's been in. Because every time she's in a press tour, she's like, um, who is Sebastian Stan? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I uh, I had something else I was gonna. Oh, okay. This is what. Sorry, I was back say. to Spider Man. So, this beer and the the company they talk about split personalities. Green Goblin, very much Ooh. a split personality. So I'm going to give you uh, a very quick impression of Willem Dafoe. Yes. As Green Goblin in Dazed and Confused. All right, here we go. You know, the thing about high school girls is I keep getting older and they stay the same age. <laughs> yeah, the laugh Pretty is good. key. The laugh yeah, is key. Yeah. That's not bad at all. That's right. not bad at all. I, my favorite is, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> like, what the? F- You're a Who says that to a kid? Yeah. Yeah. I, I also just the madness of a CEO, like a, a CEO of a multinational corporation just becoming obsessed with ending a teenager who is his son's best friend. Yeah. His son's only friend. His, the levels of like intensity that he can dial it up and down to shows how incredible of an actor Willem Dafoe is. But like as a kid, I was legitimately scared of him. Like, Willem really Dafoe is him. a frightening looking individual. Right. Make no bones about it. He, You know what he Willem Dafoe looks like? He looks like the human version of the Willy, Woody Allen ants face. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those big those cheekbones. Like big cheekbones and like, you know, like dented in eyes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I think for me, Willem Dafoe is one of those actors that didn't exist as a young person. This is what he's always looked like. He showed like. up at 40 and he was like, here this I am. This is what he's always looked like. Like I'm Morgan a, Freeman. I'm a thespian. Yeah, like wait, wait, he popped out and his mother was like, oh, yeah. okay then. And like every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, oh, okay, Willem Dafoe's in the movie. And then all of a sudden you see him like Aquaman and he's like training Jason Momoa. It's like, you will never be king of Atlantis. It's like, wait a minute. Are you in a Shakespearean play? <laughs> or you see or- him in Speed 2 and he's like, ah! <laughs> right. Everything he's in. He's giving like full throated intensity towards, but very Nick Cage of him. We won't go there, but right. all right. So if I had to, I think you've stumbled, uh, not stumbled upon because you picked up pieces well, but I, I think when we talk about what I can compare this to, I think I can compare this beer and in the sense of like comparing it to other Mexican lagers, it feels very similar to some of the newer Spider-Mans in that it's like, you know, you, other Mexican lagers, you gotta, yeah, you have a taste for it, right? There are people who love the first couple Spider-Mans, who love the Tobey Maguire ones, but as far as like 
making an easy, smooth, drinkable one that, that still stays true to what a Mexican lager is, still stays true to what Spider-Man is, but at the same time makes it a little more digestible, a little more, a little easier, a little more fun and flirty, I guess. It, that's what they've done yeah. with Spider-Man since he's gone Tom Holland. You know, they went from very, like, I, I don't know, idealistic but old to moody and, but, more, and, true, old. more true to how teenagers tend to make decisions. Yeah, they've yeah. just done a great great job. And I don't know if this is more true to the Mexican lager, what it's supposed to be, but I find it more enjoyable. I find it... I, I, I would have this over Modelo, over any of the any of the Mexican lagers that are yeah. popular that we have that are mass-produced any day. I think this is great. Okay, and here's where I'm going to go with this. I think you're totally right. And I think what's interesting about the evolution of Spider-Man as an entertainment property is the uh, flexibility of how they tell the story. You know, anybody can be Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse, which was a great animated movie. I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a Miles Morales. There's a Tom Holland. There's a Tobey Maguire. There's an Andrew Garfield. There's female Spider-Man. There's a Tom. There's Spider-Pig. <laughs> I mean, there's like... Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. So, you know, this this thing that has like the same through line is also something that can be universally told and you know everybody in the mexican lager industry has their own take on something that's pretty familiar but it's just like different enough where you're like okay i get it so with that in mind i'm going to give this the same score i would give any of the others and i'm going to give it a four out of five times or should i say a four out of five tomases Tomas. Uh, I am going to upgrade it. I think I would give any of the others like a three, and I'm willing to give this a 3.75 out of five Vicentes. Wow. Well, clearly I have a nostalgic pull to uh, this type of beer, just like some of us have a nostalgic pull to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man franchise. Which is super weird, because that, I would never guess he would have been a superhero. Anyways, maybe we wrap up on that. Yeah, or web up, as they say. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple, Spotify, wherever you can do that. And Vince, do you have any other closing words or no? Nope, let's finish up. Okay. I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. Sling you later. Yeah, we'll keep it. it. We'll keep it. All right.